Okay, this is Connor. This is Connor. I am recording. I'm recording. Have a good time. Have a good time. What do you want to say? Dinosaur. Dinosaur. What else do you want to say? Sheep. Sheep. What else do you want to say? A satellite. A satellite. What else do you want to say? Um, a service. What? A vine. You want to sing a song? A vine. Vine? The ABC's vine. Yeah? Yes. Regardless of how many times you dip your nuts in marinara sauce and call it and call it a meatball, <laughs> it still comes down to price. <laughs> I think I think we have a show title there. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Hi, cousin Kim. <laughs> He's not feeding my ass. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> there's, there's a dog back there's there. There's a puppy behind me. Like Viagra, we're getting up there. They had the baby. Uh, yeah. Yay! Yay! Congrats! Yay! Yay! Clap your paws. Delivery. No, she had to go and have the baby during business hours. I mean, that's, you know, you know the I mean? nerve. You fucking parent, man. That's a son, one punch, man. Meanwhile, Meanwhile, my wife is like, oh god. Look, Pencil Tucky has the sister loving. I do not like tentacle porn. recording on the other one yeah. yes we are we yes we are recording which actually is one of our better uh performing podcasts right now Let, you wanted to send a like out to that guy who's liked every podcast so far on the thing myself? Uh, yeah yeah man I, I, it's, it's dimitri no this guy he literally liked like a sh ton of our, joe thomas Thank you, Joe Thomas. Got like we appreciate you. Yeah, man. He liked f Invisible Fences, Bill Wall, Cover Face, Keep a D to DMs, our Kelly. 
<laughs> and he follows us, man. We get new followers every single day. Every day. We appreciate the love. Absolutely. So Joe Thomas is getting a big thank you. Beginning and end this time. Front and the back. We're sandwiching the thank yous in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's all nasty sandwiching thank yous. It's festering right now. It, that, it, it's... <laughs> Oh my god, Patangas of all hangers is live! Oh! Yes. Good. No. 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 So we'll start it off. Anawana and Atua. Welcome everybody to another Pajangers and Wallhangers Radio Network production. This is podcast number 23 of, well, try, force. We do try to get together, well, all of us. However, one person, as you may notice, is not here. It's not Link. Link's right here next to me. It's one Mr. Twitchy Wilson. Tw- Mr. Kelly Collins. Uh, they had the baby. Uh, yeah. Yay! Yay! Congrats! Yay! Yay! Clap your balls. Damn it! Um, what did he have? Charlie is 8 pounds, 5 ounces, I believe. 20 inches long. Charlie Collins. Charlie Collins. Baby girl. Baby girl. Baby girl. Uh... You can't just say Charlie Collins and then be like, okay. It's kind of like that Pat. It's one of those middle names. <laughs> yeah. It could go either way. You know, you, you got you to gotta be specific. But beautiful baby girl, put it all over the Facebook. So we definitely want to throw congratulations out to Kelly. And obviously that's why he's not here. Um, he'd gotten a couple hours of sleep, obviously, with the pregnancy and the wife and getting everything ready. He's trying. He's enjoying fatherhood. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm saddened that we missed out on the live cast of In the Delivery No, room. she had to go and have the baby during business hours. I mean, that's, you know, you know the I mean? nerve. Yeah, like, couldn't even Skype call us. Can't even, like, FaceTime? can't even just, like, say, hey, everybody crozier right now. Yeah. <laughs> What? Avengers Assemble! That's all you had to fucking say! For Jangers Assemble! For Jangers Assemble! Now we we would have been wall hangers on that, on, on, in that room. Yeah, you know, and it's uh, definitely... A, we want to send out the thank you to him, obviously. I'm going to send an invite to him, too, so he knows that we're live. That we are live. And yeah, we man, are live. We, th- we are live. We are completely live. Um, There's still three, five minutes away. Well, that's good. There we go. I didn't know it was such a long journey to get to a god from a goddamn I don't know. Wendy's on the street. People. Old man on his food binge again. That's um, why I get. That's why I'm, I'm just lazy today. Yeah, man. Obviously, we want to draw some attention towards tales from the morgue. And big announcement: if you've seen it on the tales from the morgue Facebook site, Rip Studios Joe has announced that the first episode, Cutthroat. April 20th. Sweet. Coming out on 420. Cutthroat, Tales from the Morgue. He's getting everything together for that episode. I'm working on the next one. It's going to be a, a, I got a nice flow for, and uh, idea for what I want. And it's going to be a good two episodes. We got the Kickstarter on Indiegogo right now. Got plenty of backers on there, but we want your support too. We definitely uh, appreciate all the love and, um, Really excited for you guys to watch this first episode. It's nice. Uh, 
you know, anthology. It's kind of like Thousand Ways to Die meets Tales from the Crypt. It's interesting and it's new, you know, so we definitely appreciate that. And check it out on uh, ripped-studios.com. Everything is right there so you can uh, get all that info. What we're going to start off with is what have you been doing? What, you've been, uh, what have you been playing? Obviously, I uh, put out there that uh, myself, Matthew Bucarell, and uh, my brother Stephen over there went got the chance to go to see an early viewing of Shazam. And you and called was, me last night. I had to deny the call because I was, uh, you know, I was just getting ready to go to bed. It yeah, was. It was awesome. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. It's everything I wanted in a fucking Shazam movie. I can't tell you enough to go out and fucking watch this movie, man. Fucking Zachary Levi is the perfect adult Shazam. And uh, I'm not, I forget his name, but the kid who plays Billy Batson fucking kills it. He fucking kills it. He, they nail the characters perfectly. Good. When Zachary Levi is talking, he, it, you can tell it's like the big situation with Tom Hanks. Yep. He, he, I'm not going to say he does it as well as Tom, because nobody can, nobody can do big like Tom. <laughs> but close second, man. Close second. I love that dynamic there, because he's definitely, he, he takes that innocence of the role, but it's, especially with, I don't want to spoil anything, but. When, so, when don't you hear spoil him, anything, yeah, and we can move on. When you hear him say, say my name. It is probably my favorite part of the fucking movie. All right, we're gonna leave it there, not to spoil anything. So I'm a I'm a huge fan of Zachary Levi. So yeah, um, he's had a kind of a resurgence with with Shazam, the marvelous Miss Maisel. He was on Marvelous Miss Maisel. He's the Doctor. Um, he's a great character in the Marvelous Miss Maisel. He is. He is. Which is a great show. A great... <clears throat> I'm sitting there watching Marvelous Miss Maisel, and I'm like, that's Shazam. Hang on. IMDB. Oh, shit. That is Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great, man. I, I fucking loved it. I think I'm going to give this one a 5 out of 5 stars, man. And I got to say, you went out with the family and saw the other great one that's out right now, which I would give a good 5 out of Cap- 5 stars. Captain Marvel, my, my, uh, my son. <laughs> my, my two-year-old son was awesome that's, with that movie. That's his food. Yeah, Wendy's. Link. Hey, we know. We know. If you're not good, he will not give you any French fries. Do you want a French fry? Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna edit this part out, right? Yeah, I will be. Uh, I'll, I'll be editing this out. It's okay. Or I might leave it in there. I don't know. It's interesting. So, Captain Marvel is the other one on. Connor loved that movie. In the in the realm here of what are you going to see? And honestly, I would I was thinking about this as a versus, but I don't think I could. I don't think I could really compare the two because while they it, it's they're two completely separate movies, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's one is more serious uh, oriented with the Captain Marvel because it's the Marvel Universe. It's yes. very, it's not dark, but it's, you know, it's, it is Marvel. When you watch Captain Marvel, it's a good origin for Marvel. It's, you know, a lot of action, a lot of good uh, positive vibe and everything. I'm good. But I think that 
if I'm gonna pick a favorite, I gotta go with Shazam. Because oh. I was a DC kid. I watched all the animation with the, you know, with DC because that was a primary uh, thing on the WB. Uh, was the afternoon cartoon block with them? Well, and DC that's, owned. And DC owned it. Mm-hmm. DC owned the nineties. I mean, I if you look at, you look at compared to the uh, like the, the content versus, like, between. I mean, yeah, you had X Men, you had Spider Man, but they were they were part of Fox at that time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean Spider Man. Yeah, hit with the animated series with Spider Man. That was it was great because they took all the co- the comic book characters, gave mm-hmm. them interesting storylines, which were barely near near to the source material. And that, which it, was the it's great what part. you want Peter Parker to be. It's what you want Eddie Brock yeah. to be. Yeah. Um, and you heard Stan. Yeah. You heard Stan. Every, you know, and it, mm-hmm. that was you know between the two, it was Batman or and Spider Man. By the way, I cried a little bit when I saw Stanley reading that mall rest. Oh my god, I know. I, you tear up, and then uh, the beginning when they're doing the Marvel pan out, and it's all Stan. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh no, Th- those two were touched. I loved it. It was great. Shazam is going to be another great one for the family too. It's, it's well, I mean, it it's have... good. We're gonna not spoil it for anybody. That's the only thing they say shit once, but. That's what, they, that's what I just pick up on it, you know. But that's if that's they, the worst they hear, if that's the worst thing they hear, you're you know you're probably doing. And parents, it's but. set in Philadelphia. Yes, that's the best part because they def- they have the locations that you want to see. Yeah, the park and all that. But um, between the two, I honestly, yeah, I'm still sticking with Shazam. Okay. But um, uh, besides that, you've been playing uh, uh, Shadow of War. Yep, I went back. I beat uh, Shadow of War. I went back to uh, Shadow of Mordor, the first one. You also saw uh, Captive State. Yeah, that was John good. Goodman. That was a really good movie, too. And that's what, like apocalyptic? Kind of aliens come and control stuff, and uh, it's an intricate web that they... Uh, it's a well-laid-out story. So it's like Memento? No. With aliens? Sorry. It's sorry, not like Memento. Starving. It's not like Memento. It's 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 a. Uh, it's just really good. Hmm. Okay. They sort of weave the characters and give you a good thick story. Sometimes you know, just having that nice uh, story and you having the aliens in there, and you got John fucking Goodman. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I looking saw good that for him compared to I was, how he was. I was watching because science and I. They had uh, they were sponsoring that Captive State, so that was one that I thought was pretty uh, uh, pretty cool. That I, I'm probably going to try to see that one. Okay, so some different things to watch out for. I'm so still. Wife and I, we were watching uh, that show. You, okay, that is, yeah, that gives a whole new level of like stalker. Yeah, oh, it's it's like very very stalkerish. Yeah, you would have to watch it. Like once you watch the first two episodes, you'll understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I finally got uh, around to watching uh, Assassination Classroom season two. Okay, because season one was great. I love Assassination Classroom. If you don't know what it is, it's like uh, imagine a smiley face octopus with superpowers, and he blows up a good part of the moon. Good piece, a, a sizable chunk. 
And then he says that uh, he's going to blow up the world unless he gets a classroom of, like, uh, like I don't know, like 15, 20 Japanese kids, and they have to kill him. Your buddies now. <laughs> so, yeah. It's weird, obviously, a really anime premise, but it's a really good show if you give it time because like the Connor. alien's trying to teach them. Connor. Love this. Uh, I Good sent, parenting right I here. I sent you the video. Great parenting. <laughs> I saw the video. And me and Connor, Connor are going to be and really enjoying season two. Coming out soon of... Whoopunch! <laughs> <laughs> that is how you fucking parent, man. That's his son, One Punch Man. One of the greatest fucking animes, man. Because he's... He's good because he doesn't... You know there's something there. He didn't just do a thousand push-ups, a thousand sit-ups, and a thousand kilometer run every day. Like, Usain Bolt does more than I that. Love, I love like, the fact that it's just a satire and it's just... Yeah. But anytime it comes on, like, oh, yeah. soon, soon as that theme music gets, goes... Kind of goes... <laughs> I do, too! I'm 30 fucking two! I still do! Every time I watch it! I just watched it. I rewatched the season again. It didn't be two in the morning. Meanwhile, the... meanwhile, my wife is just like, "Oh God!" <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a great thing. Shout out! Shout out to Victoria because she said that uh, later that Connor's going to be watching Death Note with her. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, I showed him that quote, and he admitted that was a very interesting anime. Was, yeah, you had really, you really have something. Right? I also showed him Initial D, which is pretty. It's really good anime-wise, but you just have to overlook the premise that the main character's girlfriend is actually a prostitute. So, on that bombshell, we'll hop into the nerdy news. Yeah, yeah, too much radiation in Japan. <laughs> they Back off it. on the radiation a bit. Look, Pencil Tucky has the sister loving. They have it too, just it's a little bit more socially acceptable. We got more no. than just sister loving. Man. Look, why, don't we, why don't we move on? <laughs> so, <clears throat> I'll start off with the big one here. It's uh, almost like a PC Master Race Civil War here with Epic Uh-oh. and Ooh. Steve. Devs are picking sides. And in the in the storm here, you have obviously Steam. They ha- are redesigning the library to make it more uh, easier for you to keep up with your games, like what's going on with them. And um, you get used to the Steam library, where you're, you get used to the uh, the look of it, how, where everything is. It's almost like a you know a, your favorite controller, right? Um, Whereas Epic here, Epic is trying to, one, I think they're trying to do something good. Whereas you kind of uh, just, you leave it as, ah, they got Fortnite, leave the douchebags alone. Oh, I was going to say, you're giving them credit? I am giving them credit because, oh. one, Epic Games is getting PlayStation games okay. uh, from Quantic Dream. And uh, they're, so they're getting games to the store later this year. No release date, but expect that a lot of things will be prob- that are probably coming out at the end of the year will probably just be saying, uh, it's coming later this year. <clears throat> so, Quantic Dreams has given you Detroit, Beyond Human. Yeah, I saw the... Um... 
Heavy Rain, as well as, um, where was it? It was, uh, kind of, uh, Outer Worlds. Beyond Two Souls. Beyond Two Souls, yes. That was the other one that's coming from Quantum Dreams, but also Outer Worlds is going to Epic. So, so you have all these games being released strictly to Epic, not to Steam. So this this is a this is a power play for Sony because th- these are were previously strictly exclusive Sony titles. Um, See, this is kind of a, a it, this is Quantum Dreams because Quantum Dreams. They uh, said The Verge reported this. They got recently a Chinese internet giant, NetEase, invested quite heavily into Quantum Dreams with the goal of reaching a larger global audience and uh, to make non-PlayStation exclusive games. And now you see they're going to Epic. So now you have, that leads me to believe that you're going to have this developer, which got gained controversy with Detroit. Being able to kill, you know, let yeah. your robot. Anyway, but um, it, it was it, it, it is it's a, a they're making great games, interesting games, and morality now gray decision games. Yes, uh, but here's where it, it gets interesting. With we reported in a previous podcast that uh, Steam had taken several days to decide whether they're going to take down uh, the graphic novel Rape Day. And there was a lot of backlash from the community from that. So, in light of that, Epic CEO Tim Sweeney says they will not release crappy games. Okay. They, he said the company is going to prioritize high-quality experiences. What CEO has come out saying, we only want to produce shit. <laughs> we only want to give you the most horrible games that you hate. Yeah. Coming on shit games. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah. F minus. F minus. <laughs> yes, pro- that's what we're looking for. Probably to say, give you shit. Yeah, I would probably say EA. Yeah. Okay. No, no, he's probably the only CEO that can do that. Paywall. Um, <laughs> here it is. <laughs> so, he goes on to say, we're not in the porn business here. And that was a direct jab at Steam with their... Graphic novels, not Rape Day, but there's there are other Japanese and hentai games on there. Mm-hmm. Saw that one. Coming. This is my problem, Steam. I bought One Piece. Okay, I do not like tentacle porn. This is the problem. You buy <laughs> one anime game on there, all of a sudden you get Hitchi's, you know, dick riding universe, and you're like, no, whoa, I didn't, I don't like this. This is that's not that's not mine. I don't like that. What are you doing, Steam? Scroll, scroll, scroll! Maybe, maybe, maybe it's, it's, it's on the word filter, because one piece does sound like a porn. <laughs> I got your one piece. <laughs> Suddenly you have to treat it the way you treat TiVo. No, no. Will TiVo think... Oh, Kelly's watching. Hi, Kelly! Hey! He's, well... Of he course says hi. Hi. That's our Kelly. <laughs> Zing! Ah! See what happens when you're not here? <laughs> you're not here to defend yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so. Hi. <clears throat> so, Twitch. We just, uh, we just recently just got into this story. Ep- Epic Games uh, CEO Tim Sweeney is saying that they're not going to release crappy games and they're, they're 
not going to be releasing any pornographic or shock content, as it's known to be. Um, so they're not going to be getting into that dirty kind of business here. Um, which, Steam, yeah, they have that hentai kind of anime JRPG light visual novel aspect. Um, thank you, buddy. We Thank you. I do try to look yeah. sexy. I'll show, try. You, show you a little sh- you. shoulder if you like. <laughs> We're getting steamy. <laughs> like the Russian chick who just starts taking off her clothes in the middle of the broadcast and she's naked by the end of it. Am I going to do that? You don't know. We're going to throw some pixelation up. <laughs> <laughs> to the side after I hit my dog the Uzumaki clan got that as a gift uh, but anyways I like this this is why I like Epic right now because they're saying they're not going to go that dirt, that dirty route dev wise Steam they just let people in and then they judge it later like alright who's in the party no you gotta leave you gotta leave guys get out what the fuck did you do to my house get out and Epic is saying no I'm just not going to do that if it's a good, high-quality game, yeah. It could be a AAA title. It could be an indie title. I don't give a fuck. Come on over here, dude. We'll give you 80%, and we're only going to take 20 That's it, man. Have a good, have a good life. They're not the, you know, they're not the... It's 70-30. Now, Steam has adjusted their price value for the devs, but it, it, they're saying it's still not as good as Epic. So now you see a lot more games going to Epic. You have Division 2, Metro Exodus, Hades, Journey... Not the band. The game. Don't carry on my wayward son. No, we're not. Not not that journey. Not that journey. We're talking about journey to indie game. Different. Completely different. So, um, you have a lot of different indie titles going to Epic. And indie was just infamously going to Steam. Because that's where you went. You didn't have, you know, in the beginning of this, you had Steam to go to. And if you were an indie title, yeah, yeah, you, you didn't have a lot, of, you didn't have a lot of outfit outlets to get your content out Steam there. was that one that really blew up that indie fire. It kept I agree. adding to it. And now, yes, they wanted 30%. Okay. So now we have Epic, we have Steam, we have Xbox, Game Pass. Yeah. And then that's also going to Switch. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of heavy, like, itself, like, the the Switch itself is extremely indie-centric, as you know. So, like, now we're getting all this content on it from an indie side, so it's good, it's great right now to be uh, an indie developer. It is. It really is. It's a good time for an indie developer, especially with other... Uh news that we will get into later. But yes, Kelly, we uh, Chris was saying before the podcast, he actually got Division 2 as well. And Kelly's saying that he likes to, uh, he's impressed with how the game looks and it's got some good gameplay mechanics. And You uh, could just call us well. and be part yeah. of the cast. Well, he's, 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 with, he's among us. He's with us from above. Oh, well, actually from the internet. But... And two uh, blocks over. Yeah, two blocks over. <laughs> can't even fucking show up. Um, but yeah, man, the thing I liked about Quantum Dreams, to hop back into that side of it, is that they they announced that since they're going over to PC with those titles yeah. into Epic Range, they're going to be self-publishing all their titles from here on out. Ooh. So all these non-PlayStation games that are becoming out of Quantum Dreams are going to be going out to the Epic Store, and it's actually going to be 
you know, all the, towards them. So you'll be helping out that entire studio that did these in, interesting, uh, different kind of games, which I think the industry still needs. Well, I mean, you, you need to get away from, I mean, we have Sony, we have, we have Microsoft. The monopolies of the industry kind of need to be, in my opinion, put in their place. Like EA needs to take, they need to be slapped around a little bit and kind of listen to their fan base because other than, I would say, Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5 uh, for, for EA... Battlefield Five, they're going to continuously update that with the Firestorm update, and yes. you know, and they're doing a lot of stuff with Battlefield Five. Moy, I saw him post online that he was really enjoying Battlefield Five, which Battlefield was great back in the day. I remember, so I mean, it may be something that's worth in, in investigating into. Well, uh, Dice will always be Dice. Um, it's their games have always been decent. Yeah. Um, relying on the engine too much is a is is a faux pas for any developer because like then you you fall into the hands of like sorry Bethesda but uh, you fall into the hands of them where Epic's actually releasing um or they're giving out like over a hundred million and for developers to like try out Unreal and the new version and that, and and, and I kudos to them because it allows it allows other individuals yeah. Not not so much not so much companies, but individuals to tax that engine in a way um, that it hasn't been used before. Because everybody has a different idea. Exactly, and just because someone else did an idea should not. Yeah, because somebody else did an idea should not stop you from doing your idea because you are going to do that idea differently. Like if Bob does something and I do something. Then that's going to be two separate things, you know. He's, uh, he's going to uh, suffocate me with coupons. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, having my frost. It's interesting because in this civil war, I'm going to side with Steam, and with all their flaws, yeah, they beat me sometimes, but they have a hell of a sale coming. That's how they. <laughs> that's how they deal with this. Oh. You're 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 talking shit. Oh yeah, sale time, bitch! Eighty percent off <laughs> everything. <laughs> you oh my god, Steam! You can have all my money. You wonder <laughs> why you're broke. I blame Steam, but I side with Steam in this because Steam is—they uh, are a good company for for one, you know. And I like what Steam is. It how. Easy it is, you know. You this got is for you, Kelly. Everybody on there. You have everybody. Like I even have you on there. I don't even know the last time you actually logged in on Steam. Um, I log in every day just to check what what's for sale. Oh my god, I do the same thing. I just <laughs> scroll through the store, what's hot and trending, and right now, Sakiro, uh, Shadows Die Twice from the that, makers of the Dark Souls series. That looks so good. And probably nearly impossible, yeah. like all their other games. Oh, yeah, they're saying it's hard, but it's still not, like, Dark Souls hard, because you still have that arm. I love that. That's the a difficulty level. And man. the skills and everything. I'm fucking picking that up, because I love that. It's, it's almost like Tenchu and, uh, you know, uh, Dark Souls had a baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, that I baby is just going to, you know, steal my money, and I'm going to love it. 
I'm still in the middle of playing Kingdom Hearts. I'm still in the middle of playing Anthem. Yeah. Uh, I started playing Dead or Alive Core Fighters. I'm Dead sticking with One Piece until I finish. You can that. have One Piece all you want. Yeah. That's the only One Piece you're gonna get. <laughs> 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 but I'm sticking with that one because it's a nice open world. Once I beat that, I'm probably gonna go over to Anthem. Because I do want to try that out. I'm letting Anthem breathe, as you say. <laughs> let it breathe. Let it breathe. Let it breathe, breathe, My God. If I had all the breath of the air that I let out, man. Well, you did play Breath of the Wild. <laughs> breath of the Wild. That was a great game, too. They did that was a really good game. They did an Unreal mod where they unveiled yeah, the shading. Too. It was fucking beautiful, man. I would have loved that game, too. But I still love... What Breath of the Wild is on the Switch. Speaking of Zelda, they also brought out the they, they were doing a Ocarina of Time co-op. Mm. Like it was just like some fan-made thing. It looked pretty good. Yeah. Ooh. The other thing, the speaking of Nintendo, <laughs> as it were, I hope you're ready to break your switches. Uh oh. Uh oh. Is it? Is it? Cuphead is coming to the Nintendo Switch consoles. I thought it was already there. No. No, it wasn't on the Switch consoles yet. Yeah, Cuphead is going to be What about Alexa? Is it coming to Alexa? (laughs) It might just be. Be like, jump, jump. (laughs) I'll tell you where else it's going to be trapped. Body blow, right hook. (laughs) (laughs) Creator of of Cuphead said, you know, it'd be really cool if we got into Smash Brothers Unlimited. That'd be really cool if you had Cuphead. And I was like, you know what? They'll probably fucking do it. They'll add him in. I, I don't... If it's popular enough, I think they would add in Cuphead, man. It's a fucking hard game. It's insanely hard. That's why I say you're going to break it. Now, this game, if you haven't heard, it's a run-and-gun platformer game with a 1930s art style. Just like those old Disney cartoons and the timey Ooh, cartoons, the black and whites. Type. Of like the the platformers that were insanely difficult. Oh my god! Back in the day. Oh, back in the day before saving. It was comparable to Ninja Gaiden on the Nintendo. Yeah, back in the day before saving. Which, for you young kids that don't know, there was a point when you couldn't save. As soon as you turned off that console, you were fucked. You had to have beaten it. That go or turn off the TV and leave it on. Don't tell mom and dad. Yep. <laughs> That's all you had. You didn't have a fucking memory card. You didn't have save. You didn't have shit. Not like you kids and your cloud gaming. It's later on. But I love that game. They're going to have Xbox Live support coming to it eventually on the Switch version, but it's set for an April 18th release on the Nintendo Switch. So definitely pick up Cuphead if you're into the platformers. I'm really into those, like uh, Child of Light, uh, Ori and the uh, Blind Forest, Forest, and the other sequel of that that's coming out. I love those platformers, the Metroidvania types. They're really good because you could just kind of get lost in the Axiom Verge, yep. And it brings you back to that retro style. But when you go into like the Ori's and the Child of Lights, to where it's good graphics, you see like even um, Tale, uh, Telltale Studios had a side platform Oxenfree. Yep. Oxenfree was a good fucking side scrolling, ta- you know, story driven game, but it was really good. So Oxenfree, I believe, is coming. Uh, it's coming to a different platform. I forget where that came from. Platformer but, that I used to love, like, well, 
what only Xbox and now Switch. Raymond Legends, man. Yeah, man. Raymond Legends. I want them to bring back Earthworm Jim. I want a fucking Ooh. Earthworm Jim. Because they made Abe's Exodus. I've been seeing ads for a new Abe's, uh, Odds World, Abe's World. I love the, I love the original, man. That yeah. was so good. They were good. Just the fact, <laughs> just the fact, like, hello. Hello. Follow me. Hi. 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 <laughs> no. Everybody. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> and then you hit uh, him. And you can take over the minds of the... <laughs> oh my god, so good. And I'm glad they have that coming back. And they, they showed the difference with the ray tracing and not. Which, honestly, do we need things so fucking shiny in next-gen game? Does, is yes. that all we're going to be? Is like Mr. Clean... With a whole bunch of shines and bald heads and everything's fucking glossy, like it just got done being waxed. I didn't shave, sorry. What's wrong with that? Well, I mean, everything shouldn't look like your head. Like, Consuela just got by here with the Lemon Pledge. Like, everything doesn't need to be shiny. Like, I know, my head is big and there's a lot of billboard space right here. (laughs) And it's probably, yes, it is very shiny. I don't want that in a game. Wow, his head's even shinier with the they RTX. Do, they do overdo it on some of the skin shine. Yeah. Because if you look at skin, it doesn't like, it's not like, you can't, I can't, you can't see yeah. your face in I, my head. It's a like dull. Uh, yeah. Yes. It's the, but, you can see the reflection. It's not, yes, you get the, the lighting is good. You get the lighting down. It doesn't have to be shiny though, because that's my thing with it. They're trying to make it like more realistic than it is. And that's where the, the but they're not are. they're not getting realistic enough. Right. Yeah, they're, they're yeah they're like yeah. just slightly off. They're yeah. close, but it looks good, but it's not, not quite there. It's almost there. Making skin too shiny, and it and it needs to be. It's kind of like Dead or Alive at the boot phases. <laughs> <laughs> and that aside, um, o- Oculus Rift. Everybody is, you know, when VR came out, they were very, um, they were kind of like hot or cold about it. Apropos. Yeah, apropos, if it were. They were uh, apprehensive. That's the word. Because you had to have cameras. You had to have, you know, all the setup. You needed a lot of space for it. On anything that really a VR came out wise, you really needed a lot of space for it. Oculus Rift, however, with the long rumored Oculus Rift S, is uh, now being uh, announced about and talked about. Oculus came out, unveiled it. The next-gen headsets... Plural. Huh? Like a stuttering snake there. Headsets. He was trying to be emphatic. (laughs) So it's the Oculus Rift S and the Quest. Now, the difference between the two is interesting. If you have a PC that's ready for the VR gaming and you're looking at it, this is your in. The VR, uh, this is your in with the Oculus Rift S. Because it's going to be, uh, he's not feeding my ass. I'm just letting you know. (laughs) There's there's a dog back there. There's a puppy behind me. Right there. Yeah. He's he's not like linking, he's not like ripping that out of my ass crack or something. There's there's a puppy that's receiving. Not me. I'm not receiving on the other end. It's the puppy. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> anyway, so, uh, back uh, to VR gaming. Elite Dangerous. <laughs> There's that spoon. Yeah. There's that spoon that Joe was talking about. <laughs> so Elite Dangerous supports the uh, VR, and it seems yes. to be really good because you can actually look around the ships as opposed yeah. to your. You look straight. Yeah. Don't look anywhere else. Like German style. You, you, can, like, the, you look out the front window. That's into where you're going. Because you can like lean your head and go yeah. see out the windows yeah. and all that stuff. So this is why this this one's interesting because both of these are intro are they're priced the same three ninety nine. Will it work with Star Citizen? Probably. Hey, there you go. If it has VR support, it they're working on it. They're so working. eventually, it'll probably come to Star Citizen, like Star Citizen itself. It's eventually coming. Just not going to touch that one. Anyway, um, yeah, don't. Second quarter, twenty twenty. <laughs> so the difference between the cur- the current uh, VR headsets and the next gen VR headsets is that the new headsets will both have inside out tracking systems, so you don't need for any bulky cameras to get uh, enable the full body movement. And having them both priced out at three ninety nine is smart because the main difference between the two one the wrist uh, the Rift S. Uh, is going to have 2560 by 1440 resolution. Now, that's a combined with two eyes. So that's 1280 by 1440 per eye. So if you're a pirate, you're only getting 1280 by 1440 because you have the eye patch. <laughs> so, they're, so, so they're going Ba-dum, back. They're going back. I'm at a disadvantage. They're going back to 2002. <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> but... The Quest, uh, as said by uh, Jason Rubin, Oculus VP for VR uh, pro, uh, company stuff, uh, he was at GDC and he said that the Quest is for users uh, that are more casual, like console players, because you don't need a, you know, a, a PC, PC for the Quest. Hmm. And that's the big thing. You don't need it. It's bloop, I'm going to pop it on here. And best thing. You start off with the Quest, three ninety nine. You're like, man, I don't know if I'm gonna like it. I just want to try out the VR shit, and you end up finding a lot of games that you like and that you like to play. So then, when you move over, you get the gaming PC and you get the setup for the Rift S. All of your library just pushes right over. Cross play, cross experience, man. And you can with the cross play, you can cross play between the two. If you have a Rift S and your buddy has a Quest, you can both play together. So you can both get that VR experience. Reminds and me three ninety nine. Reminds me of that what was that VR from the nineties? It was like all red. Virtual Boy. Yeah, it was Virtual Boy. Hey, there you go. That was uh cancer causing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't need a little bit? <laughs> Everybody can have a little bit of cancer, it's fine. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I definitely like that story because especially with a lot of the different, yeah, tell people um, in Chernobyl, though. VR <laughs> stuff, there's, you know, some stuff lives there now after a while and there wasn't a lot of stuff, anything living there for the longest time, but now you're starting to see yeah, stuff coming in out. Japan. Well, I mean, they're busy with technical porn anyway. Well, maybe radiation isn't so good when you mention Japan. We've seen what they turn. <laughs> anime no Japan no <laughs> so your premise is you're, you're proposing that anime is weird because of the radiation yes yes that's gotta be it I have nothing I don't know what to the hell is going on there I you know what I kind of agree, I kind of agree with that 
I like the interestingness of it, though, because you get One Punch Man, because that is just a whole anime. Some of it, probably the, the not that bad. Destroyed. Brothers? You would never want to live in that city. Anywhere near any of that shit. You'd want to live, like, even in a country, you still get your house squashed in a second. Listen, I, people have so, must Connor, have so oh much anxiety. I'm sorry, but Connor, Connor's reaction to when that bodybuilder got, like, got, he drank that his brother's serum when he got really yeah. big. <laughs> and when he, when he said, you know, Kill the guy on the shoulder, and he kills his brother. Connor just went like. <laughs> <laughs> I had the same reaction. I was like, ah, guy. I gotta watch some anime with your kid. <laughs> not in a creepy way. We're not gonna. We're not gonna go watch it. Well, I mean, you both can sit on the floor. I'll have a show thing him, of animal. I'll crackers. show him FMA. Okay, that's a good one. FMA, if you haven't watched Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, really good. Fantastic. It's on Netflix. Check it out. <laughs> so, uh, Rift Aside. Respawn Entertainment. They have a release date for Control. I checked this game out, man. It's coming out on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, they confirmed it through uh, a Game Informer. Talking to them. August 27th, you're going to see Control. Control is a different kind of... Kind of like that Mass Effect type of game where you have the action uh, shooter. Okay. And it kind of looks like there's supernatural abilities in there as well. Cool. The environment is destructible and will, you know, change throughout time. There's, I like that. It's uh, centered around a female FBI agent directing people in the Bureau and investigating and discovering. So it's in, based in New York, so there's a lot of... Uh, you know, potentially you have New York to discover yeah. and go and destroy and destroy. All right. So it could be an interesting game. The uh, the gameplay trailer that I saw was one level looking like it was in like an office building, but it was still pretty good because it showed off the interesting gameplay of like you see people like floating in the air, so you're like, all right, there's some kind of supernatural thing going out, and then she just goes whips out her gun and starts. Busting people that are just like walking out of like this window and cl- crawling on the walls and shit. It'd be nice if all the, the buildings were fully destructible, like uh, uh, Red Fraction. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was you a could good destroy game. everything. You could level the place. They re- they but they didn't rebuild over time. Thanks. They remastered Red Faction Gorilla. Gorilla. That was. That, the, I think that was the. That was the one. That was so fucking good. You could destroy everything in that fucking on that planet. But they didn't rebuild after you leveled everything. They didn't rebuild. Yeah. If they rebuilt afterwards, that'd be nice. So you could destroy it again. Yeah, yes. those those physics yes. were. I don't want to destroy it once. I want you to rebuild it so I can destroy it again. I don't want to just crush your hopes and dreams once. I want to repeatedly do it throughout your entire and infinitesimal life. So it's just like so life. Two things about that series: Red Fraction Two was the start of those physics, so we can we can just destroy shit. Jason Statham was in Red Red Fraction Two, um, and and then Red Fraction Gorilla, Troy Baker, who was Joel from Last of Us, and friends with Lyndon Ashby. I don't know if they were friends, but it sounds like they should be friends. They might be friends. They may be friends. Who knows Kevin Bacon? Knows the circle of life. <laughs> life and death. They worked it with Kevin Bacon in a Tide commercial. So, you know, that's how they all linked together. Sure. In the early days. 
So it's a brutally realistic world with life-changing environments and supernatural shooters. It's going to be released August 27th on the Microsoft Store, PC, Xbox, and PlayStation 4. So check out, uh, keep an eye out for that one. Definitely one that I would want to take a look at. To get your gaming fix in, um, Newegg has um, $100, $100 credit for Xbox Store for 88 bucks. So it's worth it. <laughs> the next bit of news is, uh, well, I'll go with this one. Call of Duty, is ha- they have a mobile coming out, and it's a free-to-play. It's going to be like a, you know greatest hits of the franchise, like uh, the popular multiplayer modes. Uh, Search and Destroy, which I know you are always a big fan of. I'm Search always a big fan of Search and Destroy and Call of Duty. The first person mm-hmm. that, saw, that I played Search and Destroy with was you. It was on, what was that, like uh, Modern Warfare 2? Uh, Warfare Four. Four. Warfare Four. Ugh, good lord, they had so many of those games. Modern, yes, the first Call of Duty for Modern Warfare. That's what it was. Well, New Year, yes. you put out a new Call of Duty game. Yeah, and they have since slowed down. But that's, I mean, that's because no, it's almost like <laughs> no, they haven't. Well, my attention for them has slowed down at least. <clears throat> yeah, I've stopped caring. So I'm just like, oh, whatever happened to that game? Oh, you still did something. Oh, it's like. <laughs> Leaving the house and somebody's, you know, still building shit. When you come back, it's like a completely different house. Like, oh, you did shit when I was gone. Yeah, that's the Amish. (laughs) (laughs) There's now a door at the back that goes to nowhere. (laughs) And it's two stories up. What the fuck? Why does it say floor 13? (laughs) (laughs) But it's a free-to-play game. um, To be, uh, once again, to be released later this year. Um, And, uh... The other one is kind of a big story. We talked about it a little bit last time as the verses. Um, this one was, it was interesting. It's uh, Google has announced a game streaming platform. It's called Stadia. That's how you pronounce it. Thank you. S T A D I A. God, I can't wait for that YouTube to come out. We say that, and eventually, I eventually there will be a YouTube version. Again, another one. You watch. Um, but Don't hold your breath. Stadia. This is the really impressive part to me. Now they're talking processing power that is over, well over the Xbox One and the PlayStation Four Pro. But the, the Dare I say the most powerful processor in the world? <laughs> Eat your heart out, Clarkson. 10.7 teraflops. Yes. Fucking fantastic. It sounds like a lot. This PlayStation, or Xbox was 6.4, and PlayStation Pro was 7.2, somewhere think around there. Reversed. Uh, maybe. But 10.4 teraflops of fucking power. That's a lot of processing power. Remember and how it? they announced it was even better. With one Doom Eternal, okay. showing showing off the Ooh. gameplay, which it ran fucking great. The guy's going from a laptop to a tablet to a phone that was hooked up through to like a controller, a Stadia controller, mm. but a Wi-Fi enabled controller, and the little you know the little phone holder plugs into the USB. I can't imagine that not being like available by a third party, probably already right now. They're already out. Yeah. Like, remember remember when a gigabyte was a lot? 
Back on a 386. <laughs> but, I mean, this there's, they're talking about starting off at 1080p, 60 frames per second streaming. It's reasonable. And a 30 megabyte per second download speed. So, they're saying you got to have at least 25 megabyte per so second. So, what's the release date for this? Or upload speed. They're saying this year. <laughs> uh, it's coming out this year. When? This year. Okay, this year. December. This year. So, December. Like I said. 31st. A lot of people in the news this week said, oh yeah, it's coming out this year. Hey, when are you coming over? I'm uh, coming over this year. That's my yeah. answer to every single one of you who asked me. <clears throat> uh, when are you coming over? This year. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I need. This year. Can you give me an answer in five minutes? This <laughs> this year? Yeah. <laughs> this year sometime. I definitely confirm for this year. I will see you. Um, and then they're eventually going to 8K, 120 frames per second. And that would be impressive to actually see it in, in the cloud. Now, the thing is, they're saying um, on the, the controller for the stadium, you don't have to have it. You can use your own controller when you plug in. Uh, whether you want to use mouse and keyboard or an actual controller, it'll be fine. On the Stadia controller, yes. it has a button that will instantly capture and share clips straight to YouTube. And then it has another one for Google Assistant on top of the pause select buttons. Okay. So it has the four buttons, and it looks like if a PlayStation 4 controller... And an Xbox One controller. Oh, yeah. Had a couple too many Cosmos. And then they had a baby. That's right. That's my go-to. Cosmo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they drink Cosmos like airport hookers. Okay. <laughs> so, Stadia, the, the, I like the button for the YouTube. Makes it easy. Steam has, you know, Capture F12. You can capture a picture, upload it onto the thing. Like Nvidia Force has the share, share yeah. to YouTube. And Nvidia well. has their share stuff as well. Everybody has that, but this is literally giving you a big dumb button. That is that's the perfect thing for Google. They get do a you know feeling lucky search. Give me a big dumb button. That's all I want. You have a search bar, and then well you have a little enter to the side. No, give me a big dumb button on the bottom that says search. That's all you need. They're really simplistic with that. They know what will kind of work with that. They, you're not, they're not trying to redesign the wheel with this controller. Okay. They're just trying to make everything that works. Four buttons, D-pad, uh, you know, rotary sticks, a couple slappies on the back, and you're good. Up, up, down, down. And it's all inscribed. The Contra code, or the Konami code, rather, is inscribed on the controller. Yep. And I shared that with you because yes. I knew you'd fucking love that. That's how fucking deep in thought that, that this process is. And I'm really excited for Google. I really hope this fucking works out because, like I said, I think this they have the power to be the Netflix of game streaming. Well, they they certainly have the the uh, processing power. They have the the tech, the development behind it. You already see what the Google Play Store does from. A small app development type yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. So M- they have, billions. They now. have the warehouse for it. Oh my god, yeah. They're and they're making their own game studio to help support, you know, the indie independent, you know, their own independent titles, their own new IPs. So they're now that making you have games. So now you that you have 
Google coming into the mix with their streaming service. You have Microsoft allowing Xbox Live to go on everything. And Microsoft said <clears throat> they're not worried. Okay. They're just going to have to go big at E3. Bold words. Because Bold words. They're relying game. on their service. They're not relying on their on their development. They're relying on their service. <laughs> Love me. As Kelly says, love me a little slappy sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you picked that one up. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm, I like Microsoft. Don't get me wrong. Love them. Love them to death. Windows 7. Um, you forced me to get 10. Fuck you. But, I love Seven's Microsoft. 7's that end of the life, man. You gotta just deal with it. I loved Microsoft at one <laughs> point. And I think that they can do this right. They're especially with their... I want you to be able to play your game anywhere. Any fucking where you want. I want you to be able to play our titles. That's a great premise. And I'm not saying that either one is going to be better or worse. I think where it's really going to come down to, price. It, well, it's going to... Everything always comes down to price. It's going to be the price. Because they're, they're, they're saying around 15 to 20 for this package for the stadium. Regardless of how many times you dip your nuts in marinara sauce and call it and call it a meatball, <laughs> it still comes down to price. <laughs> I think I think we have a show title there, Jesse. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> Hi, cousin Kim. <laughs> you come in at the best times. <laughs> at least it wasn't me this time. <laughs> Play Now button to instantly stream the title. Instant access to the play without the need to download, install any games onto a laptop, desktop, TV, tablet, iPhone, Android phone, probably refrigerator soon, microwave, rock, echo, I don't know. They're going to keep going with it, man. Put it on anything that they, that they can. And I think that's really... It's an interesting uh, premise because, you know, they're trying to shoot for 4K 60 frame per second, uh, 30 megabyte per second connection speed, and eventually going up to the 8K. Um, but yeah, more par- more teraflops, more power than Xbox. It's just, that's, I, I know that you can get that with Microsoft, but between the two... You have two, it's, and you can't go down to like a brand name favorite here because they're both solid and reliable brand names. So it, it really just comes down to, well, it's going to come down to price and then it's going to come down to internet speed. Because both of them are just as accessible everywhere. What do you have? A Windows Microsoft operating system or you have Linux, but. Really? Or Apple, <laughs> but if you're talking gaming. You're really, really not good. talking to them. Yes, Stadia will finally cater <laughs> and you guys will be like, Oh my god, I can finally game! Yeah, calm down, Junior. <laughs> I get to play Diablo 2 Expansion Pack. <laughs> Sims 3? What? Um, and all 40 gigs of it. <laughs> but uh, to be released. Released later this year. Okay. We'll 
we'll see how that goes. But, you know, especially with the game streaming, I see that as a viable option. Um, at a 15 to $20 price point, I see that as a good price value for somebody to actually, uh, who doesn't want to dedicate to a console, but they still want to get a lot of different content, I can see them going here. And I can see them getting a laptop and, you know, getting an, the Epic Store and playing Fortnite. And that kind of casual gaming aspect <coughs> is going to be a lot more uh, readily accessible. So, so I the see, field of gamer will be more. I see this becoming like the advent of hardware will be a thing of the past. Not maybe this console generation coming up. No, but Microsoft did announce a... Uh, uh, Discless Xbox One. Xbox One. That's still in this this console. It is this console generation, but I see that as a big first step towards that. You're getting rid of the disc. Well, they're also they also most of their most of their sales come from the online. Yeah, which I mean, which segues right into GameStop filing Chapter Seven bankruptcy. Yeah, in a Um, fucking weird way. They said they'd like to pre-order. I'd like to pre-order bankruptcy, please. <laughs> that was just someone being snarky, but it was. But uh, I haven't been into a GameStop in like a decade. What's the trading value on a GameStop? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who's laughing now, GameStop? But how much you gonna sell it for? Hundred thousand. <laughs> it was really interesting that they announced that after <sighs> the Google announcement. After Google came out, they were like, "Nope, fuck it, I'm done." All right, we're out. <laughs> We're resurrecting the stores, games and gadgets. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> our namesake from the eighties. <laughs> Software, etc. Only you would know that. Yes. Of course you know that. Yes, yes. Of course he knows that. He's one of those guys. But everybody needs one because you don't know everything. He does. <laughs> but uh, if, love the, uh, I love the, the direction that, it, that the games are going. If we could get a subs- nice subscription service uh, within the future that is less demanding, like you could hook it up to a TV, a smart TV, and then you have your Wi-Fi controllers. We might even plug be past that. You might yeah. have a TV that already has it built in. Yeah, the service because it's going to be a service. Well, yeah, especially Ooh. with Sony. Sony TVs coming installed with PlayStation and then having PlayStation Now available right there. Boom. Wi-Fi picks up the PlayStation controller and you have a PlayStation TV. Optimized for your TV. Yeah. Play the best best PlayStation TV. 8K, 4K, whatever the K is, quality. I see that. See, because Sony, decent, you know, expensive, but decent TVs. And especially with the PlayStation... Yeah, man, I can see them just going towards that, like selling those smart TVs with that shit installed right there. PlayStation be done. streaming service, mm-hmm. they don't have to worry it about it. They don't have to worry about the hardware and just pulling it, putting it on their TVs, selling the TVs, especially with how they keep exclusive content because they are like a popular, you know, Miami nightclub. They, you know, they're not going to just let in all the riffraff. It's PlayStation. We're classy. We wear ties and black jackets. Okay. It's a dress code. It's Is not. It also, it's like going to your grandma. You gotta wear nice clothes to grandmoms. You can't dress in baggy sweats. 
And then why do we always have you. Ireland and, and England as their spokespeople? Because <laughs> they like the accents. Yeah. That's why. It's the accent. It's the We're accent. sophisticated. Here's our English spokesman. An English accent <laughs> sounds classy to where an American accent sounds rude and aggressive. We you are. Know, yes. If you have me next to John Oliver, you're going to listen to John Oliver. You're not going to listen to me. I'm a fucking mook. <laughs> so I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> and uh, so I kind of what are you thinking for verses this week uh, I know you threw something around I put a lot of thought I did it was who had the best ideals of these three anime characters which I have to go back to that's not that one where is it down here what about you, Kelly? What's you your verses? In. Anybody watching, you can definitely chat. I think they all in. dropped off. They probably did. Um, the verses idea I had was against... Uh, it was FMA, which was Scar. Um, it had... who had, uh, Stain from My Hero. Okay. As well as... Um, oh. The fucking plasma rifles. He just got in. Uh, Steve finally got in his Fallout uh, plasma rifles. Yes. Uh, the gun and rifle. Where is that? We send a lot right there. of news together. Oh, Stranger Things. Season new season trailer came out for Stranger Things. Um, and when is that coming out? I don't know actually. Because I, I got into there. Stranger Things for a while there. Um, I fell off at like season two, episode two. I had to watch them all. Oh, I, I I I binged all the way through that one, man. It was uh, it was just it was just a matter of it just having time. Yeah, I might have actually did that on Facebook and tied him into it. Anyway, um, but yeah, I would say the ideals of a uh, scar from Blood, uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Okay, who had uh, essentially a deconstruction uh, alchemy on his arm. And he could deconstruct anything. Okay. To where alchemy is really deconstructing and reconstructing the law of equivalent exchange. To where you can't make something from nothing. You have to, it has to be equal in value to be able to transfer it. Either. Okay. So that's the premise. And Scar, his ideal was that it was wrong to just fuck with nature and God and all that. And then where Stain, the uh, character... From My Hero Academia, he was saying that this, because in My Hero Academia, it's a world of 80% of the people in the world have some sort of superpower they call a quirk. Now, it may be able to, like, I can lift this phone, which is, you know, you know, I can lift a, something that's five, uh, you know, under five pounds with my mind. I can float it around. That's That could be a superpower. Your, your arms could be, may be made of wood and you can make them turn out into tree trunks or some shit, you know? Our main character didn't have any quirk. He didn't have any power. And Just he inherited boring normal. Yeah, and he, but he was a fanboy. And he could analyze every, everybody's powers and stuff. He had notebooks and notebooks. So, and once he develops his power, he inherits. He comes across the hero killer, Stain. And Stain is a hero killer because in this world of people with a lot of quirks and a lot of heroes, he's saying that a lot of them are heroes for the wrong reasons. 
okay. and that they are, you know, false prophets, if you if you were. So, between the two, I love the hero killer Stain, but it's it's really tough between those two characters. There was a third one which was really great that I forget as well. But those were the two of my favorite anime character anti. I would call them anti heroes. Because Scar, especially towards the end of Brotherhood, ends up helping towards, you know, the main plot. To where Stain, well, uh, he, he doesn't. Um, he's just a dick. <laughs> he, he just enjoys killing, and he actually has blood manipulation. So he, when he licks the blood, he can control your blood. Oh. Really weird power, but he has this sick-ass samurai sword, and he wears Ooh. a long bandana, like, kind of like... Um, Afro Samurai. Okay. But it's like across his eyes. So he has their own look. And two really great animes that I have suggested. But I would have to say this one will leave up to uh, Twitchy if you want to comment as well if you're still in. I don't think he's Um, watching anymore. Yeah. Comment down below in the Facebook video. Comment. You know, even if you're watching this after the live posting. We want to see who you think between Scar and Stain. And, uh, you know, there was definitely a, that's a good matchup between those two characters because they're both similar styles. So if they both want to cause anarchy, but to make a better form of chaos, or uh, order, rather, right. in the chaos. So, really good. And uh, that's really all I got for uh, number 23. Um, obviously, you got the MS. Yeah, so we got a beef and beer on April 7th. I believe that's on a Saturday. It's at 7 o'clock. You know, everybody can come out and join. Uh, Joe, if you want to get some of your uh, posters and stuff like that and create like a, a little basket, you're more than welcome to do so because uh, everybody uh, kind of, we, we create baskets and everybody puts in what they want to get uh, to a possibility win. So uh, if you want to, like anything that you want to donate, that would be appreciated. I got some posters, man. I would definitely be able to pop in some stuff there from Tales from the Morgue, and that would be a nice little uh, tie-in there. Yeah, we could do it that way. And then... um, uh, Working on a logo soon, so we could try to get that worked out. Of course, uh, Walking for Best is the MS Walk. Um, And then uh, uh, Mucking Neurons is the MS Muck Run. Um, You can either join either team. You can be a part of it. Um, uh, we're just trying to raise awareness. Any dollars, a helpful dollar. So much love. Thank you. Yeah, man. Definitely want to raise awareness and uh, love all, all the way around for anybody who uh, has any kind of charity. If you want us to, you know, give it out of shameless plug, man, definitely let us know. We want to help raise awareness to different kinds of stuff and different charities like that, especially uh, when there it's something that the research will help touch some, uh, somebody close to home that you didn't even know. You know, that you you didn't know your neighbor, you know, his you know, wife is affected by MS or, you know, different form of uh, disease or illness that can be cured that your dollar could save. So it's definitely something that if you want to, uh, you know, plug any kind of charity or any kind of event that you're doing, let us know. We'd love to add it into the uh, podcast here. Obviously, check out Tales from the Morgue, episode one, coming April 28th. 20th. A little accent in there. 20, yeah, yeah. Little twang. Obviously, it's been a. I like. A, I like where we're going, game industry wise. I like where this podcast is going, and I like you guys for watching. Thank you for watching, Joe. 
Joe Thomas walked, went out there, loved a whole bunch of different podcasts, and he's following us out there on the SoundCloud. And we've gotten, we keep seeing all the different follows coming in every day. And we thank and appreciate all of you guys for following, listening, and watching, and loving. And of course, I have the Hero of Time link in the back. Probably are, no, he's not asleep. No, he's licking me. My wiener is licking me. <laughs> that goes in the box. I was looking at you, my wiener was licking me, and now my hand's all wet. And on that disappointment, I am the Matt Man. That is uh, Christopher Bristow, the old man, and the man who just walked out was Stephen Dupereau, big brother. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. Thanks, Bob. Game on, boys and girls. Bye-bye. Another oh, one in the books there, brother. Another one about this. Ah! Uh, uh, uh. Do you want to end this? No! I don't want to end this, but I have to.